Checkity check, 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 check. Czechoslovakia, check, check. I think we're good. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. We're awesome. totally good. Sweet. It's all good. <laughs> In the hood. With Daryl Williams. Yeah. Um, what, were we, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, ads. And, like, bombarding people with ads. I like your ads, though. You know your My posters? Ads? Oh, thank you. For like your collective and stuff? Thank you. Do yeah. you do all those yourself? I, I wish I did. I wish I was that good with a computer. No, my buddy uh, Jim uh, Orlando does it. He used to do comedy for a minute, but then he kind of was like, uh, no, no, thank you. And then so... <laughs> I'll do graphic design I'll instead. I'll do graphic design instead. I'll have the comics ask me for time <laughs> <laughs> to make their awesome posters. But yeah, we use uh, uh, death metal or metal album covers. I just like put my face and the comics faces on the posters to yeah. try to make it look more appealing and to catch your eye. I do like them. Uh, does anybody say that they're they're too in t- intense, too I, gory? I one of my uh, one of the headliners I had one time was like, "Oh, geez, <laughs> this is <laughs> I can't like, show like, my mom a, this, man." In, in a good way, though. In a good way, though. Right. Like, she, she was like, "Wow, I really love the poster, but that's extreme." But I love it. I guess that's what you're trying to go for here, because you have a band afterwards. I was like, "Yep," and she's like, "Awesome." Yeah, you always seem to want to uh, post uh, or host shows that have comedy and music. It's never just one or the other. I, I like doing comedy and music because it's something I've always like wanted to do. It's like, you want to go out to see a concert tonight, or do you want to go see a comedy show? And I'm just like, why not both? Yeah, and just see like <laughs> some uh, some like really funny people perform, and then start a mosh pit afterwards. I've always wanted. I knew there's a it's a small niche, but I know there's people out there who'd who'd want to do something like that. Yeah, usually I don't after I laugh a lot, uh, want to rage, <laughs> but but hey, you know, I've never thought about it before. Now that you've uh, given me that option, maybe I'll do it. You'll see for yourself on July 16th. <laughs> yes, I will see for myself because uh, you're hosting a uh, Misfits cover band, Hybrid Bromance. All my homies in uh, Hybrid Bromance, Evan Cassidy, Ryan Demarest, Robert Zoroff, Tony yes. Alfano, yes. who also do comedy, are also yes. in a Misfits cover band, and they will be performing at the OC Steelhouse. Uh, a few of them have been on the show as well, so uh, you guys have probably heard those names before, but definitely go check out that show because I'm going to be on it too. Woo! Daryl Williams is on the show. Woo! Yeah. I mean, because you have to have something that like is like, okay, that was all right, and now we're gonna see something really cool. <laughs> you know, I'm the nice like contrast to the to the awesome part, right? Well, everyone's getting their drinks on Daryl Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> getting them all relaxed. I'll, I'll be telling them my uh, ever stellar dick and fart jokes and uh, quality, you know, mm-hmm. quality dick. <laughs> have you been uh, doing some quality dick jokes lately? It's basically my bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> your dick, my bread and nutter. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and everyone can relate to dick and fart jokes. I think. Right, right. I think women also can relate, uh, or at least uh, heed this advice, ladies. Uh, <laughs> always end on the dick. Absolutely. <laughs> if you take anything from this podcast, right. always land on the dick. <laughs> I have had uh, a lot of uh, you know dick jokes work, but I also feel like sometimes you know you want to take those dick jokes back. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they weren't into. Uh, me talking about uh, my masturbation skills uh, just too soon yet. See, there, then there can be you can be too graphic for the audience too, <laughs> right? <laughs> if they're if they're already been like like five drinks in, they don't really care. But it, mm-hmm. if they're mm-hmm. just like if you're at like a bar or like at a cafe and you're yes. talking about fucking whacking your dick, it's probably not gonna. <laughs> you're probably gonna make people leave the room. I was talking about how uh, recently I led with this joke where I was saying that I was getting so old that I was falling asleep before I would finish masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I would start and get all like, oh, okay, cool. And then halfway through, I'd be like so tired. I'd just fall asleep. And I'm like, wake up later. I'm like, did I even come? <laughs> you check. No, I'm no, still yeah. Like, I'm actually still hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, and then, you know, that, that joke 
probably shouldn't have been led off with him. <laughs> you never know until you try, though. Yeah. It could be the greatest dick joke of all time. But I do feel like, you know, it is interesting, like, whatever you lead off with, that, like, sets the tone of, like... Exactly. The in- <laughs> you start off with with incest, you better come up with some better shit <laughs> at the beginning of the Oh, the incest was my A material, guys. <laughs> so strap in. Yeah. Because <laughs> here comes dick and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with a heavy metal aficionado. Oh, yeah. I am talking about fellow open mic comedian and friend and just fellow white man. <laughs> oh, God. Yep, but in a good way. In a good way. I'm talking about Nick Merritt. How's it going, everybody? Nick Merritt here. Yeah. You are a uh, returning guest. I'm, I'm almost thinking uh, you're one of the most returning guests. Maybe Anthony Mojica might have like one or two more appearances than you. Well, what you doing next week, man? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, guys, uh, you should take that as a sign that uh, I love Nick Merritt so much Aww. that I will have him on three times on this show. Woohoo! I yep. gotta get that turkey. Yep, I gotta get that Daryl Daryl Williams turkey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I actually haven't probably talked to you though about your name as much. Uh, uh, Merit, where does that come from? So uninteresting. I have no idea where it comes from. I I know my grandmother is um, uh, Irish and uh, English. I'm also very Italian. Okay, okay. Which, which merit comes from probably the English part, I guess. It does seem like a lot of white people don't know their lineage. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of this and that and maybe this and who knows. It's like, I just don't know what the, what the name means. or like mm. It doesn't really sound like anything. It sounds made up, to be honest, merit. But it's spelled <laughs> with two R's and two T's if you're ever looking me up. Like people think you're like very trusting. Like, oh, he has a lot of merit. Exactly, exactly, and they'd be mistake. No, <laughs> that's how I fool people. Yep, they little do they know I'm gonna fucking I'm, rape them. I deceive, <laughs> rape them like financially and you know not like I'm literally. A, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you know like metal. Oh God, I'm gonna rape them. I, that, I can't be metal all the time. It's just that it's just it's too exhausting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would assume it. Yeah, you can't like. Is there a sketch right there where um you know you have a. Like a Ozzy and Harriet or some sort of Leave It to Beaver type of like situation, and then like the main dad character is like, "How you doing, son?" <laughs> and then he's just like not into it all. He's just the heavy metal dad. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that that'd be a pretty funny sketch. And then he's like, "Come on, let's start a circle pin." And he's like, "Yeah, no, heavy dad. metal dad. No, dad, shut the fuck up. No, dad, I'm doing. No, come on. Come on, son, let's start a pit." <laughs> Dad, that's so 80s. God, that's, uh, man, that might have been cool when you were in cool, like high school, but we're into like Molly and like EDM. We're into real artists. Yeah, like you really need to get with the times. Pops. Do you want to like listen to the new Bieber? 
Vampire Weekend. <laughs> no, son. I fucking hate Vampire Weekend. Can't stand that shit. Asking Alexandria could kiss my ass. And then he goes to like his wife, and he's like, "I don't know how I can connect with the boy. I've tried. I've tried headbanging. I've tried Wall of Death." I've tried yeah. crowd surfing. I've tried he, biting he missed a, me completely. a bat's head off. He doesn't like any of that. I've tried blowing my head off with a shotgun. <laughs> Nothing's, nothing really gets us together. He just likes Nintendo Switch. Why do Switch? I sound like Nathan Explosion from Death Clock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the wife's like, I don't know, George. Maybe you should uh, play some Nintendo with him or something. <laughs> Maybe you should find out what he likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should play, throw a bit, throw a ball like a mace. <laughs> no, nothing with spikes. Maybe like a like a baseball. <laughs> like oh. a flaming pile of cum. <laughs> Blood cum. Oh, that's a good name for us all. <laughs> Blood cum. Oh, I gotta write that down. I gotta write that down. <laughs> I like blood cum. Yeah, I like that blood cum. I heard uh, there was a rumor back in the day that uh, Metallica's Load uh, CD cover or the album cover was a mixture of like blood and cum. That would explain a lot. Mm-hmm. That, would, I, that would explain why they're on tour for so long. <laughs> hey guys, we got to collect all this for the album. <laughs> right? Right? Quickly. James Hetfield is like, how about it's blood and... And come. But it's all Lars's. <laughs> it's just Lars. <laughs> and then Lars is like, I don't know, guys. I don't, ha- I don't uh, think I got enough in me. For like, you. Do I have to like... I just got done fucking all these ladies. <laughs> do I have to like give you both deposits at the same time? Yes. It's more brutal. <laughs> like, do I have to give you the blood out of my dick, too? Yes. <laughs> That's metal. That's metal. What do you think is like too metal? Bestiality. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's where you cross the line. If you saw Don't James Hetfield, just go, and now here's a sheep that I'm going to fuck. <laughs> be like, whoa. <laughs> uh, and, I need to uh, see that sheep's consent. How me. about you just play Unforgiven 2? <laughs> <laughs> Please just play Enter Sandman and we can leave now. <laughs> uh, yeah, about the encore and we're out. <laughs> what do you think is the most insane concert you went to? Uh, the one I can tell you two concerts I went to. One was the most insane that I went to, and one was the most I've got, ever gotten hurt. Uh, the most insane concert I ever went to was a DR, Dirty Rotten Imbecile show with uh, the Dwarves. Nice. And uh, it was probably the most fights I've ever seen break out while during a show. And not just like in the like, pit. Not even in the pit, just yeah. like people just like getting into fights and like punching each other. And I'm there with my girlfriend at the time. I'm just like, fuck, we should go. This is not... <laughs> this is... <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm spending more time just like shoving, like like I've been in pits before and stuff like that. Yes. But people are actually like hitting each other, and I'm just like, okay, this is getting serious. We mm-hmm. should should go now, because I'm sp- not even paying attention to the show anymore. I'm like paying attention to not getting hit in the face. Totally. And then, uh, but that was a good show though. The dwarves are fucking amazing. If you ever have a chance to see the dwarves, see them. They do sound like uh, familiar, but I'm not familiar with their music. Their uh, first album is called Blood, Guts, and Pussy, and it's like <laughs> si- it's only 16 minutes, but it's it's fucking insanely awesome for a. For How a- many tracks is that? 16? It's like probably 11. <laughs> 30 second tracks. Exactly, exactly. Like That's- songs titled like "Fuck You Up and Get High" or just like nice um, uh, drugstore and uh, what the dwarves are awesome. And then uh, 
I went to a suffocation show in LA, and I don't know where they got the room. It looked like a museum that just got like hollowed out because there was like paintings on the walls and stuff like that. But uh, That's it was like a good a, sign of a metal show is that it's not in a venue that you've ever been in. Before. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh man, this they probably had raves here. But then uh, there was like this big ass stage, and then uh, the floor was just this plain concrete. And um, I got in the pit during suffocation set, and uh, one, it was like a football place. One dude came out me from the front, and the other dude came out me from behind, behind the legs. Oh. So I kind of just like flew straight up in the air Whoa. and landed right on my legs. Oh. But I got like immediately up, but I was okay. But like the next morning, I couldn't feel my legs or move them at all. Mm. And I, I was like Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. I was like, wiggle your big toe. <laughs> wiggle your big toe. I, I literally could not move my legs. I was terrified for a little bit. That's insane. I remember being at a... Uh Suicidal Tendencies uh, concert, and I don't even know if you would want to call that metal. Uh, it's like skateboarder punk metal. Right now, I would be like thinking to myself, like that's probably pretty pussy now. <laughs> like, no, they put on a good show. <laughs> right, but uh, I was there, and uh, there was. I had a friend that was like, I never was into the pit or whatever. I was into the music. Yeah. But I never had that like urge like, oh, I want to punch somebody. That's like going to rave and not doing drugs. No, I'm kidding. It's right. <laughs> I've been to plenty of raves and definitely dropped plenty of times. But <laughs> but that's my thing. It was I was more into the love. Like I don't need I was to like violence and all that. Like I never had that aggression. I never had that like pent up like, I want to punch somebody. up inside of me. No, none of that. None of that. So like I had friends though that were into that. Yeah. So they would always get into the pit. And I remember seeing a guy at, yeah, a friend of mine, he goes into the pit literally for like maybe 30 seconds, comes back out and goes, my ankle hurts. And he like pulls up his jeans and like he has like a baseball sized like lump where his like, oh. like ankle should be. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, yeah, that looks pretty bad bro <laughs> like should probably get a, either yeah, get a beer or go to the hospital i nurse that oh yeah <laughs> we didn't leave we didn't <laughs> we definitely said like hey just go sit over there bro <laughs> that's because i'm a good friend yeah we're dudes like, we're, like we paid 30 dollars for this concert we're not, we're, that's how i feel if you get fucked up that's on you <laughs> yeah don't ruin my good time mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know what happened but obviously he got stepped on or something happened to his ankle and he just rolled some it. dudes are just soccer kicking motherfuckers and <laughs> just like slide <laughs> but even then that's the thing it's like you say that's like skater board or skater punk that's not even like now what i'm thinking like what could happen at like Ozfest or not yeah. faster or whatever you know like that's actual like oh that guy got dropped like he's yeah. no longer like moving <laughs> yeah he's gone <laughs> see those guys trampling on him he's just that's that guy's dead now <laughs> that's how i feel about everyone who gets dropped i'm just like when they're crowd serving and they just like fall on their heads i'm just like nope never say them again <laughs> i wouldn't want to be that guy that's the thing like i've never had that gene i've never had that like let's fuck shit up right now well i never had i i, don't, I wouldn't call myself an aggressive person like i've never been in a fight before in my life mm. but um fun fact but uh i just think there's certain songs that just get you so amped it's like oh i've always wanted to do this to this song so it's like and then you other you see other people enjoying the song and just like fuck I want really want to enjoy this song in the pit so you go in the pit for the song because it gets you so amped and like I would like, like the Napalm pit death, if it was I have like, to go in the pit a few times for Napalm Death because that's but some, I like the pit yeah if we're just going aggro yeah but as soon as then, it's like swings getting punched yeah <laughs> like I there's a punk pit is way different than a metal pit hmm. for sure because punk pits they're just swinging just going at it because they don't want to get hit right metal pits they're just shoving and running and pushing and and just like slamming and and being brutal and metal and blah 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 but 
I will so say. So it's, it's definitely metal. Metal pits are more tame than punk pits. I I I definitely hesitate before going into a punk pit. Really? Metal pits, I just jump right in. Because I always felt like the metal pits were like more aggressive. No way. Like you have a chance of getting picked up in a. You, you will be picked up in a metal pit. Punk pit, you will have to defend for yourself, for sure. Because people are just like kicking and swinging. If you're, if you're down, they're gonna keep going because mm-hmm. most of them are pretty drunk. Oh yeah. They're not even knowing, like, what they're stepping on. Exactly. Like, the, most of them have their eyes closed because they're just jamming and just, ah. That's why uh, I will admit, like, the closest thing I got to it was I was always in a big ska phase. Uh-huh. So. Real big fish, man. Hell yeah. I No no joke. I've seen them, like, eight times live. Oh, that's awesome. I've seen them only once, but that was fucking rad. It was a great show. This, Hell yeah. And all that ska everyone stuff. Everyone else is an asshole. Yep. That's such a good song. Everyone else is an asshole. And yeah, at House of Blues or whatever, they'd be like playing, and there'd always be like a skank pit that come in. But that's the thing. It wouldn't be aggressive. It would be like, no, there's just a group of us that want to skank and go crazy and yeah. dance and stuff. But it's not like, hey, I want to throw blows and punch somebody. Exactly. And I would get into those all the time. And it would almost be like like weird type of conga lines where you would just like have a circle of like people that would just go in like this like circular pattern. And they would just be skanking through the circle. Don't quit skanking. Yeah. And fucking. I would always feel that. Like, because I'm always that guy, too, where... Well, hell yeah. I just went and saw Tool. Ska is made to dance to, for hell sure. Hell yeah. You don't stand still to Ska. No. It's too up. What are you on? <laughs> <laughs> but I always hated those guys. Like, I understand, like, not everybody needs to dance. But, like, you would go to a concert, and there would be, like, five people, like, feeling it. And everybody else just, like, holding a beer, just standing there, like, mm. And you're like, what are you doing here? Like, I understand the beer part. This isn't TV, you don't wanna... man. You're, you just paid $30. Yeah, me. like, you're not feeling it at all? Like, come on now. <laughs> Bob your head. Do something. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I thought we are all fans here. <laughs> right. Poser! Yeah. <laughs> no shit. blows. <laughs> <laughs> So, what was that called? Yeah, what was that? That was called... Oh, yeah, Mega Lemon Haze. Mega Lemon Haze. Mm. Mega Lemon Haze. Sounds like a Starburst. <laughs> no, isn't that what uh, Jombie said in uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse? <laughs> Mega Lemon Haze. Mega, Lega- Mega <laughs> Lemon Haze, Mega Hidey-Ho or something like that? I don't know. I never watched Pee-wee's Playhouse. Really? No, man. You was... weren't a big Paul Rubens fan? No, never. <laughs> I was never forced to watch that as a kid. I was Power Rangers <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you were forced? To... You're never forced to watch that? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when you parents said? turn on the TV, they just like hide the remote or whatever. So it's like, I guess I'm watching this. I guess I'm watching Power Rangers. Exactly. Like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I guess I'm watching uh, Frontline. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm watching All My Children on ABC. Yeah. Oh, man. There was this one lady that would always uh, watch us every now and then, like a babysitter that was like just some you know lady that lived like three or four houses down from us. A senile she, old woman would just yeah. walk into your house and check on you. And she would always <laughs> be that lady that would be like, I'm watching my stories. And it's like, oh, but we're five. We want to watch fucking cartoons. And we don't like, like stories. No. <laughs> we're watching Days of Our Lives or some bullshit. And it's like, ugh. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Uh, and then she, would, she wouldn't let us go outside because then she couldn't watch us because, oh, of no. course. She, she was away from the TV. Yeah. So she was like, no, you have to play inside. So we're like, ugh. Like, Let's not... 
Let's play tag in the house, I guess. Yeah. Lava. <laughs> have you seen the lava memes? I have. Those are pretty great. Yeah. What would be your lava meme? Uh, I saw one that actually fit me pretty well, and it was yeah. the floor is country music. <laughs> and it was some dude just like crowd surfing, just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Little metal head. <laughs> I want to say, like, uh, what would be the floor right now? Probably uh, the heat. The he- Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> just... <laughs> The, this this sun is killer. Yeah, you're listening to the this. podcast. If you're uh, around uh, SoCal, I'm sure you know. Or if you're in Arizona, you probably can't even hear this because the earbuds have melted out of your ears. Your speakers are just done. You gotta... <laughs> this is fucking summer weather. God damn it. In June. Like, yeah. Imagine what October is going to be like. Ugh. I think things are going to start catching fire. Like yeah. birds are just going to burst in the flames. <laughs> Wasn't that in a Simpsons episode? I think so. <laughs> I just ripped off graining. I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, you're certainly doing your job today, Mr. Your son. Oh, rats. I met uh, Matt Groening once. Yeah? Yeah. Does he sue people? No. <laughs> yes, he sued me as he was shaking my hand. <laughs> no, he was at a, an art gallery at, oh. at Nerdist at the Meltdown Comics. Dude, that's awesome. They were having like a this like Simpsons art gallery where like people could like just create all their like their own Simpsons art. It wasn't anybody that was related to the show. It was just people that were out in the LA area. I've always wanted to see a realistic version, real, a realistic painting of Mo, Mo the oh, bartender. Right, like if he was a real human. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure they have that. You know, that would be a cool idea for uh, an artist out there to like recreate real live versions of all the Simpsons. Your next assignment, whoever's out there. Listening, do this for me. Yeah. And I, you will have my undying gratitude. I'm sure it's out there already. We just have to look it I have up. to look it up. Guy who looks like Mo. Boy, what a muck. Yeah, you should see his genitals. Would you like to see them? I'm awake here. I did see real live versions of something similar. Of King the, of the Hill, I've seen and that. And Futurama. Oh, nice. Like a real live professor. Oh, I don't have time for this. I have to go buy a single piece of fruit with a coupon and then return it, making people wait behind me while I complain. It looked pretty sweet. I saw real life. I, I think I saw that too. They had the real life Leela and mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like some gal with like a lot of makeup. Or, no, it was a drawing, right? No, yeah, it was a drawing. Yes. Yeah. Not like a cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at this art gallery, uh, he was there just hanging out as a fan like he wasn't it wasn't like and meet matt graining or anything like that it was totally just like he was there <laughs> I looking at the art <laughs> yeah, like, wow people are like you know this whole gallery is around the shit i made mm-hmm. like, and then like i didn't even i literally like was looking at wait till he sees how many monopolies there are no shit, no <laughs> shit. i was looking at a painting and going like wow this is cool and then I like look over to my right and it's like hey that guy looks a lot like matt graining what the fuck it is matt graining <laughs> I do you nerd out when you see someone that uh, you admire? Hell yeah! I was like, I got like giddy, I, but I spaz out too. And dude. I wasn't like, I was definitely like, I want to meet him. I want to meet him. But then I was also like, but I don't want to bug him. I don't want to like be that douche guy. Like I, I had to a... get a picture, but I don't want to also. He's here, just clearly being, you know, just being. What do you a say guest, to them that like... hasn't been already been said before? Hey, I'm a fan. Can I take a picture with you? And I'll be no on my shit. way. No it's... shit. <laughs> Uh, I actually nerded out pretty recently. I had uh, (laughs) Carrie King from Slayer come into my restaurant Mm, mm. just like randomly. I was like, dude, that guy has tattoos on his bald head. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) And then he turns around. I was like, that looks like Carrie King. Yeah. That can't be Carrie King in my restaurant. And then like a minute later, uh, one of my coworkers is like, oh my God, it's Carrie King. I'm just like, oh my God. And then I just like hid in the kitchen the rest of the night because I could not go out there. Don't a lot of rock stars hang out in Fullerton? I think, yes, Slayer, I heard Slayer hangs out at TGI Friday at the block, like, all the time. Yeah. I heard, like, that's, like, where they hang out and get drunk and they eat wings and shit. And I knew, like, um, 
you know, slide bars, what, the guys that Not a fan lit? of the slide bar. Yeah. No? <laughs> no, I had an incident there, that I, and I just haven't been back since. What was the incident? Uh, it's actually, it, it was an, there was an article written about it. Um, Whoa, that big. It, yeah, it really happened. Sit back. Hold, your, hold on to your hats, guys. Okay. Uh, I was at an Exhumed show for my birthday. And uh, Phobia was pho- the band Phobia was playing. Yeah. And uh, there were this big signs all around the the room that said "No moshing," which is impossible at a fucking metal show when Phobia is playing. And so all the metalheads are just like swaying back and forth, just like holding their anger and just like their intensity. And, and this, this is a club that maybe holds 150. Yeah, it was a big room. It could have held a, it held a, a lot of people. It was pretty packed. And then um, maybe 600 tops. I haven't been there in a while. I think they've redone the place. I can't say for sure, but uh, this this guy, I saw this guy out of my peripheral just like lose his shit. He couldn't hold it anymore, and he like jumps on top of a security guard. <laughs> I swear to God, just like like a small child, just like like you saw Logan, just like the small child, just like jumping on people. Like, mm-hmm. like, it was exactly like that. And then out of nowhere, like ten cops just come through the back door and start grabbing people. So me and my and this was on my birthday. So me and my homie just like just bail like out of here. It was like we don't need this, and we just ran out the front door. And I just refused to go back to the slide bar since. <laughs> and they canceled metal. They canceled metal Wednesdays or whatever day that was on. That was the last metal show they ever like had there on that day or whatever. It's hard to throw metal. You know, it's hard to have that type of environment. You know, in your bar. Yes, exactly. With that reason, you know, because people have a lot of angst. People don't want to just be like, hey, let's just drink some wine and casually listen to metal. <laughs> you can totally do that. In the- <laughs> <laughs> let's just. Uh, That's what the back is for. <laughs> keep, keep our uh, pinkies up while we drink our glasses and, uh, you know, just have our monocles to look at the band better. Pino Grigio. Savion Blackness. Have you heard of, like, all the subgenres of metal? There's, there's, there's so tons. many. Stoner metal. Sludge metal. I heard of math metal. uh, Technical math metal. Yeah. Yeah. insane They're- taylor avery another comic mm-hmm. that's been on the show yeah he is a huge metal head we've and- been to a show together before i think we nice. saw napalm death or something like that <laughs> uh that doesn't sound like a metal band to me no. <laughs> napalm death it's a, it's a christian country band yeah like that almost just sounds like they spun a wheel of like random like words like let's just think of two words that like are as metal as fuck <laughs> napalm and death there we go. <laughs> yep. Spin the wheel, bro. Yeah, and then it just lands on, you know, like, uh, Volcano and Scrotum. <laughs> it's like, uh, they spin the wheel again, and then it's like, Fart Cox. Or <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Machete Abortion. Machete, Machete Dildo is a real band. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, see, I wasn't far Gl- off. Glory Mach- Hole Guillotine. What? Crazy band names like that. See, I think they come up with the band name before they actually start playing any instruments. That, that, that has to be a real thing. What, ba- what instrument would you play in a metal band? Drums. Drums? Drums are it uh, seems bass, like for sure. Every position seems like you have to be intense. Like, you have to have stamina. Oh yeah, drumming like, in a metal band, like your your arms will fucking fall off. Right, it's, like drumming, guitar, singing. It's all like, what am I? What do you want to like deplete most? <laughs> <laughs> your wrists, your your liver, or <laughs> yeah, your vocal cords, your vocal cords, <laughs> your your thumbs. Yeah, like one thing is gonna be like that you're not gonna be able to use in thirty years. <laughs> You'll have enough money to have someone else do it for you. Right, right. I think the singing would be the toughest part, right? Singing, yes. Like, to not lose your voice, but to do what they do. Uh, I've, 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 I watched an interview on Corpse Grinder or George Fisher, the, the lead vocalist for Cannibal Corpse. Now mm. and he's like, hey, a lot of people ask me that, and it's, it's not really that difficult. You just gotta sing from your diaphragm. And it's like <laughs> oh, they actually, it. he actually calls it singing. He says, because <laughs> yeah, because you, because you have range and you have decibels, and I guess it is technically singing, even though you're, it's guttural and it's disgusting and it's horrid. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Can, can you do a, an impression uh, of Corpse Grinder? Yes. Avatars in the furnace. See, that took everything I have. I can't. I can't do that now. I yeah. need to like take a break. Yeah. I want to hear like one like metal guy that's not that that does do like the hey guys how's it going? They definitely have that. There's a <laughs> there's a gal who plays ukulele. I've seen this video and she covers uh, evidence in the fur- furnace. <laughs> Really? Playing all just like regular and regular voice, and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I love shit like that. And then, uh, they have another one for Hammer Smash Face. They're like Disney version, where you understand. Right, right, right. And then it sounds all like uh, like opera. It's like something inside me. <laughs> it's coming out. I feel like killing you. Nice. <laughs> and it's it's quite fantastic. Could you s- sing and do drums at the same time? Uh, Mastodon does it. That's the only band I know who has the drummer who also does vocals because it's wow. very hard to I, do double bass and do sing. double bass, double pedal, and fucking give out good vocals. No shit. I think that would be the hardest part out of the drums is just the leg work. <laughs> like, like I'm sure they scream, your... but they don't do like vocals and shit like that. No, like lyrics. I wish I could be a musician. <laughs> Sometimes, like just wake up and be able to play. Yeah, because there's things I want to express, but. I need notes instead of words. I've definitely like written like song lyrics and definitely like written what you would call, I guess, songs. Mm-hmm. But they've never gone anywhere because, yeah, I don't know how to play an instrument and I don't want to sing. It's like I almost want to just write a song and then hand it to somebody and go, make it golden, man. Like, go for it. Like, just I've, I've always give wanted me credit. to come up with uh, death metal songs for bands. Right. Just like, if, you're, if you can't come up with a good song, I got all these great fucking albums. <laughs> I got your next three, 13 tracks right here. Just write the music. I've yes. done my part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just come up with the music. I got the lyrics. <laughs> I don't want to sing, though.
I recently broke up with my girlfriend, but uh, you were saying that uh, you recently broke up with your girlfriend too. I did, yes. So we're both both uh, misery loves company, single and ready to mingle. Yeah, man, wingman. <laughs> No, I feel like I'm like very good. I'm gonna be alone for a long time. <laughs> you just look out the window and the blinds are just flashing back and forth in mm-hmm. the wind because of the slight breeze, and you're just like, "Yeah, loneliness. This is it." I seriously <laughs> like look on like you know dating apps and Tinder for like a little bit, and then I jerk off and then go like, oh, "I'm cool." Swipe, swipe, like, swipe, swipe. <laughs> ah. Like after I literally like masturbate, I'm like, I don't need to go on a date that bad. <laughs> What's on Netflix? What's, yeah. What new comedy specials? I could be by myself for the rest of the night. <laughs> this could work. Yeah, but if you're ever thinking about going out, just masturbate. You'll change your mind. <laughs> yep, yep. Do that for everything. <laughs> God forbid you go outside and you're like, oh no, they know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had those moments too where you're like, you know, you're about to do something bad or potentially bad, you know. And you think it over. And then no, you just jerk off and then you're like, <laughs> oh, oh no, wait, I, I don't need to do that. <laughs> Like, I've had those, like, you know, moments of, like, a married woman, like, hit me up and said, like, oh, yeah. hey. See, I, I was waiting you for up? an example. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you up? And I said, uh, give me five minutes. Let me jerk off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I jerked off, I was like, no, I'm not up. I'm actually, uh, I'm cool with not being the pawn of your whatever game that you want to play on your husband. <laughs> but before I did that, I was the guy that was like, hmm. Am I going to be hooking up with a married lady tonight? Married lady? I bet she has a bigger bed than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I going to have to meet her in the treehouse out back? <laughs> I wonder Are if she kids? has a Wi-Fi password. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of that story, have you ever had a, a neighbor ask for your Wi-Fi? I have not. I've lived with my, uh, my, par- my parents for a while. I just mm. recently moved out, so... Uh, I have not. I've asked for my roommate's Wi-Fi, so I think I'm the guy that's actually stealing the Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess technically, if you if you pay half of it, maybe you're, <laughs> you know, well, hand him a beer and He'll then get the you money. He'll get the money eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we'll prorate it. <laughs> exactly. I keep smoking him out so I don't have to pay. There you I go. think we worked out this agreement. Yeah. It's an. Unspo- it wasn't verbal. I just keep it's doing it. It's a barter it. agreement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I had that happen to me once, where this woman, this uh, neighbor of mine. We were living in this apartment complex, and uh, just out of the blue one night, she, like, knocks on my door and goes, like, hey, I need to, like, pay these bills, and I can only pay them online, and they're due tomorrow, and, uh, you know, I noticed that you have a Wi-Fi signal, and I was just wondering if I could... 69 penises at (laughs) inmymouth.com. And that's the thing. Like, I I was wanting to say no, but then, of course, like... Well, I was she let like, me borrow a cup of sugar last week. Yeah, so. like, but that's a finite and by amount. Sugar, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> she went down on me. <laughs> that was the married woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, she was See, like, that's a callback. So she said, <laughs> <laughs> so she was like saying, like, can I borrow the password so I can pay all these bills? So I was nice and said, okay, fine. But then after, like, the next day, of course. Me being an asshole, I changed the password. <laughs> I had kind of had a similar situation. I changed my Netflix password a few times because too many members of my family were watching uh, House of Cards, and I could not and I could not watch Futurama for the life of me, and it was really upsetting. So I changed my <laughs> password a few times. Yeah, too many people were on it, so you're like, "Fuck this," and that's what I was like. Okay, I'm like, okay, I'll be nice. I'll pay. I'll let her use it for the night, pay her bills, and then change the password and let her not take up my bandwidth. See. But then, of course, the next day, she doesn't, like, come over, but she sends her kids. Her kids suddenly... How old sh- are they? 
maybe eight or nine. Oh, so they're very persuasive. Yeah, and they're gotten like their iPads and stuff, and they're already like, "Hey, what's up with the password?" <laughs> like they they were already like filled in on like, "Oh yeah, this chump." Here's the password. I can't get the Pornhub, man. Let me, yeah. let me fucking... Where's the password? And it was so nonchalant. Like, they just knocked and went like... Hey, yo, what's the password? Kids these days are seriously <laughs> just, like, very invasive. They yeah. have no idea. <laughs> like, I had a kid follow me in my car recently. Like, I was over at my friend's house, and uh, there's just kids playing in the street. I don't know them. Never met them before. Right. And they just, like, followed me in my car answering my questions. I'm like, this is how you get kidnapped. <laughs> this is literally how you get kidnapped. <laughs> Kids, you Dude, have your parents involved in this adult. <laughs> you literally followed a stranger to his car. This would have been the most easiest kidnapping of all time. I should just do it despite your parents. Yeah, it should be like I'm teaching you teach a you, lesson. Teach them a lesson. Maybe they'll teach the next one not to talk to fucking strangers. And you didn't even look both ways before crossing the street either. Yeah, <laughs> asking me for candy. I'm God, supposed God. to be offering candy. You're not supposed to be asking for, for it. Kid? Oh my God. Here's what even makes the story worse. So it doesn't end with the kids asking for the password <laughs> oh no this lady gets spiteful Her 17 year old daughter comes over <laughs> no and then makes up some rumor to my girlfriend that she heard what? me making loud noises with another female when she wasn't at home and i was like wait what this is sabotage yeah on like the highest level <laughs> Just because I changed the password, now you're going to fucking, like, tell my girlfriend that I'm, like, having an affair with her? Oh, my God. Like, I, I, that is unreal. Yeah. She, and I was the nice... That's some tire slashing like, shit. I could have sure. just told her to fuck off right from the get-go. I like, could have. And I actually... Yeah, you, you paid her bills. That's the thing. Like, she made up this story about, hey, let, let me just pay my bills. But in reality, it was like, let me just get on your Wi-Fi for, <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. And just parasite off all your investments. Yeah. <laughs> it is more... It isn't like sugar. Like, it's worse. Like... Nobody should ask, like, to borrow some Wi-Fi. Like, you can't just you give can't give that cup. back. <laughs> no. Once that filter gets turned on, it never gets turned off. Cheers. Cheers. Pass so, blue ribbon, everybody. So, have you found uh, a lot of new material now that your ha- life has changed? I guess uh, definitely. Yeah, just like having more time to actually go out and just do comedy now. Yeah, that's that's that a kind big of, that plus. Kind of, it's like, well, I guess I'm. Alone again. Let me let me go out to the bars and hit that mic. Yeah. Let me do what I used to do before I found a woman. Before I found <laughs> happiness. <laughs> let me go back to what I was doing. Let me go back to what... <laughs> uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. I should be. I was just this. saying that. that you, did you find any new material now that you've been uh, single? I did definitely. The breakup. I've become. I had material about the relationship, and now I had like material about the breakup, mm-hmm. and then I like kind of combined the two together for like kind of a pretty decent bit i've been working on and yeah not to brag or nothing but it gets a few laughs <laughs> which is nice which is good i mean that is the point right which is if i like being comedy and doing like I, doing relationships and doing com- being in re- sorry uh, having relationships and doing comedy is pretty funny because you get to, like, get to talk about them and the relationship so it's mm-hmm. like you talk about it when it's bad you talk about it when it's good so it's just yes definitely a lot of areas and for material yeah, I've definitely found a lot of new material from it. But it is one of those things where I feel like there is going to be a shelf life yeah. for some of it. You know, it is going to be like... <laughs> I had a breakup about three years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still milking this bit. I'm milking this bit. <laughs> I've had three relationships pass- <laughs> since then. Right, right. Well, I guess you could always theoretically be like, I just got over a breakup if you're, like, breaking up with a chick every week. <laughs> Ugh, that's not me. But <laughs> <laughs> No, I wouldn't be uh, dating that many chicks, or at least calling on my girlfriend that often. <laughs> In a relationship with, it's complicated. Yeah. Oh, man, there's, like, seven or eight different ways you can uh, describe your relationship on Facebook. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, there's... Like domestic partnership, platonic partnership. Then there's swingers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's complicated. Then there's the only fucking airplanes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, my relationship status is mile high. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mile high status. <laughs> mile high status. I don't think I could actually well, have sex she's being a pilot. In... That makes sense. Yeah, that does. <laughs> Do you think you could really have sex in an airplane bathroom? Uh, uncomfortably. Yeah. And maybe if, like, sex, you like, mean, like, she could jerk small me off. as hell. I, I'm 6'3". I barely fit in them myself. I can't imagine having another person in there. Right. She'd have to be very, very small. Right. Or, I, or she would just have to be on top. <laughs> I also think, like, it might just be easier to get a handy, like, just in the seat well, with you a get blanket. get desk over your lap, for yeah, sure. That right, little desk right. thing. And if it was on, like, you know, a red eye... So most people were like, you know, asleep already. Huh. And then like, you know, you give that knowing nod to the stewardess. Like, you know what's going on. Like, I hear United gives crazy handjobs. <laughs> United, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the uh, the guy that they kicked off the I plane. I think they give you strawberry shortcakes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, to help our uh, passengers that uh, might have to get off the plane because we've overbooked it. <laughs> uh, we are offering complimentary handjobs <laughs> at no additional charge. We're actually giving you $600 in United Airplane money as well as a handjob to get See the fuck off this plane right now. everyone gets off the plane. <laughs> I, would actually I didn't take need that. to go to uh, Boise, Idaho at yeah. all. I would tell my boss, like, sorry, I got uh, held up in Tulsa, and um, I'm getting a handy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up. Yep. You're breaking up. 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 Oh. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up. Up. Uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you for that. Please return the stewardess to her original upright position. So what was your first video game you ever played? Uh, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt? <laughs> I was at my cousin's house in like Santa Monica or whatever. and then So it wasn't Mario Brothers. It was like, no, it fuck was... Mario Brothers. We're playing Duck Hunt, bro. The one with the gun. Mario's... <laughs> Mar- Mario, he didn't get a gun. Right. While right. playing Mario. So yeah. And was it the orange gun or the gray gun? It was the gray gun. Mm-hmm. That means it was pre, you know, first run. Yeah. That was only... Uh, the, the original batch that came out, Nintendo, when it came out in 1985, it was, like, you know, in gray. But, of course, some, you know, parent was getting over, like, crazy of, like, it looks like a real gun. Blah, blah, blah. So then their second and batch. And so it began. Right. No. <laughs> so their second batch came out with See, the See, they little win after. one time, and then fucking parents were like, oh, we can complain about anything now. Yep. Fucking... yep. Okay, so it looked like a real gun. Right. It was like that safety craze. You know how, like, all the play toys had that, like, orange tip yeah you know suddenly every cap gun and little toy gun had to have like this big orange tip saying hey it's not a real gun i was born 1990 so mm. i was part of i, I got a, I got to experience a, a little bit of not having all that that orange cap shit on yeah. all my stuff i had that for sure it was i was born in 82 so it was one of those like i kind of still had those you had those like, candy cigarettes totally fucking mm-hmm. Like, Chocolate guns. No. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you could buy firecrackers off the like you oh, know wow. ice cream truck. You could definitely buy stink bombs, flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah, anything that was under anything two dollars. Anything was okay in the eighties. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked Duck Hunt. They didn't really have enough games for the zapper. 
It was just kind of duck hunt. Now that I think about it, duck hunt kind of sucked. Yeah. All you did was just, you didn't really go anywhere. You just kept shooting the duck, but you were yep. just like so happy that you had a gun and you were just shooting Well, shooting the duck something. would fly faster. So there, there was a little bit of skill, I guess. Okay. But then there was this like thing you could hack where you could just like, you know, literally just put the gun next to the screen It's and just, oh, yeah. just, fl- just flash it. Yeah, my older cousin would do that. He would just be like, ah, oh, let's do it this way. I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? There's a new um, SNES emulator that's coming out. Isn't it only like 80 bucks or something like that? Yeah, 80 bucks. Oh, my God. And I think it has 21 games. But is it going to be another NES mini where it just doesn't get like nearly the demand or it doesn't come out with any amount of like product? So people are just like totally like, what? Where is this? Where is this? I'm waiting like for last the, year. I'm waiting for the Nintendo Switch to drop down a little bit in price. The Switch does look kind of cool. It is pretty sweet. Have you played it? I have not, but mm. it, it looks. I've heard a lot about it, and I've seen videos, and it looks pretty awesome. I heard there's going to be a new Smash Smash Brothers for it, so now I have to get it. Are you a big Smash Brothers fan? Huge Smash Brothers fan. I literally bought an N64 so I can play the original Smash and Mario Kart. Because <laughs> I was like, I need some... No-. After my breakup, I was like, I need some nostalgia. So right. I, I bought like an N64. I had extra money, so I wasn't spending it on her. <laughs> <laughs> I told this on the podcast before, but I had a friend that literally told me to get the hell out of his house because I was kicking his ass at Mario Kart so much. <laughs> he actually didn't tell me, though. He got his mom to tell me to go home. Mamma mia! Oh, wow. Yeah, he's that much of a puss. Oh, my gosh. How, well, <laughs> how, old, were you, how old were you? Uh, I'd say 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, old enough to be like, really, bro? Like, you're getting your really, mom... Really? You got my to- mom to kick me out yeah, after a like, game? Yeah, like, dude, I just, like, beat you a couple of times. It's not like you lost every round. Right. Gosh, some people just, like, can't take that shit. Yep, but I was like one of those... <laughs> I mean, I'll admit I was one of those winners that did go like, oh, in your face, fucker. Oh, what? yeah. What? Mm, well, you mm. celebrate beating your friends because you know your <laughs> friends are very, very good. Yeah. So every time you win against them, it's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Because there were plenty of times that they were saying that to me. Exactly. Just so- like pelvic thrusting <laughs> and middle fingers and your mom sucks dicks. Yep. I remember my brother. He's five years younger than me. And... There were a long time where I was just whooping his ass at every video game, you know, showing him, like, hey, this is how you play it, bro. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, calm down. Like, and he would always be like, oh, well, I don't know. Oh, I can't do it. It's like, calm down. I'll do it. <laughs> and then it got to a point where, like, he superseded me. And then it turned into, like, oh, wait, he's kicking my ass. And now it's like every Call of Duty, every Battlefield, it's like, oh, how do you do this, Kyle? Oh, I don't know. What? <laughs> oh. I suck at this, man. You do it. Help me beat this level. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, little bro. Like, I used to be cool, but now I'm not cool. <laughs> like, games have superseded me. But now, games aren't like, like Nintendo games, you know? Yeah. Where there's a handful of games out there in Nintendo that I swear can't be beat. You I- cannot beat them. I don't care if you're the creator of the game. You are not beating it. I've 100% played those games <laughs> and I've gotten very upset. They didn't sell them to be beatable. If, if, if anything, saw, it was they, like, they we're going to make this product. so hard that you can't beat it. Exactly. Like, that was the challenge. Now it's like, no, we can't sell a game that can't be beat. Nobody's going to want to play it. You have to have it be beat. And if you can't beat it, we'll just dumb it down and have you play easy mode. I think there was actually a version of Mario where you don't, when you get to the end, you just go straight to, be, to the beginning again. Right. Like, they actually pro, they created an, un, an unwinnable game. Well, that's the thing, and though. And sold like, it to people. Every time, though, when you, like, beat the game and it starts over, 
the bosses go faster and the like you know everything gets sped up incrementally so oh, wow. like if you theoretically go through it like eight times it's going to be way faster than the first time you beat it theoretically well that's kind of good though it's like leveling up a little bit of I course guess, in a way like yeah we're gonna have you play it again and it will be on this infinite loop but it's gonna never, always be faster never, never. and faster we first played super mario brothers there was no like easy mode or hard mode it was just the game right if you couldn't beat it that's on you yeah that's just you just that's the game good yeah it wasn't like oh i'll just change it so i can beat it (laughs) (laughs) right 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 but now there is if you can't play it it, there is a mode where oh i'll just make it easier then you can play it exactly they have those now where it's like super hard easy normal (laughs) i like that though do you ever play like extreme versions like where you always go like oh i'm gonna play the insane mode the insane mode? No, I, ne- I never really go that far. I'm stuck on easy trying to <laughs> trying to beat the first level of Call of Duty. What's your favorite retro game? Retro game? Galaga. Besides Duck- Galaga. That's like the arcade game. Like, Would you own a Galaga machine? Oh, if absolutely. If I had $2,000 lying around for sure, I would totally – I would either get that or an expensive pet. Would you do Galaga or would you do like a mod where it was just the cabinet with 2,000 games inside it? You know, just on an emulator. And all those useless games? No. <laughs> <laughs> or would you do, like, a retro no, classic I would, I would where it's go like, all no, it's just, get, just this game. I would get Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, Dig Dug, Galaga. You know, no joke, I still want a Mrs. Pac-Man table, like, coffee table game. Oh, you know, yes. Like the, the ones that were in Pizza Hut? Yes. When you were a kid? Yes. Oh, my gosh, I miss those. It was a table as well as a, a machine. I want that one. So you could actually use it. You Let know? me eat my personal pan pizza no while shit. Pac-Man eats those little dots. No shit. Yeah. And, and everybody won. And Mrs. Pac-Man was always like a little faster and harder. Yeah. I really like that one because there was actually the course changed a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you went from the pink one to the blue to like the, the other color. I remember so many times I would go to this Marie Callender's and they would have one there. And while we were waiting to get seated, I would play Pac-Man. And then like the shitty part is, is that I started getting so good that I would like be still playing by the time they like called our name. Mm-hmm. So like my family's like, Hey, okay, we're going to go to this table. And then like, I'd be playing so long because I didn't want to waste my quarter that like by the time I actually like lost, they would already have like ordered their food and like had their drinks. And I'm like, Oh, you guys already like took your orders. And they're like, yeah, you just weren't here. So I guess you're not going to eat tonight. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> they're like, no, we ordered this for you, but now you're going to eat that. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, thanks for, like, ordering food for me, but, oh, I wish I wasn't so good at Pac-Man. <laughs> As a comic, I would assume, like, you know, you have to kind of be into flying. You know, it, once you get to a certain level, flying. yeah, like, you're going to have to, like, get used to being on an airplane all the time. I guess. Being the road comic, so to speak. The, the sky comic. Right. Or are you going to be that John Madden type of guy where you just rent a bus and you just drive everywhere? If I ever progress that far, I would definitely get a bus and just, like, and play video games all the way there while my driver drives <laughs> or my or my homie who I pay to be with me all the time drives. Right. Hey, Nick. Because flying N- just Nick is so uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey. I was gonna try to do a, a John Madden impression, <laughs> and you see, Nick, you gotta get a, a RV like me, and then you just drive from city to city, and then you go boom. 
<laughs> Tell some jokes there. Boom. Tell some jokes there. Boom. <laughs> I'll get a Ralphie Mae sized RV with yeah. all the kittens in the world. Yeah. And I'll I travel no city joke. to city. I do the RV way over like an airplane. Your ears pop. You have to chew gum. There's you yeah. crash. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, like nobody's heard of like that horrific the, uh, the day the music died where somebody like, you know, four or five singers just died in an RV. Oh, God. It was never that. It was always they're in an airplane and they die. Exactly. When's the last time you heard a comedian dying on a. It was like Sam Kinison. He died driving to Laughlin or oh, that something. That was in the 90s, though. Yeah. And that was Laughlin. In his own car, too. In his own car. Yeah, he got hit by a drunk driver. And presumably he was probably beaked out on Coke or something, too. Probably. That's what dashboards are for. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know the, the details, but I know that uh, he probably wasn't driving the safest. <laughs> no, from his material, yeah, he wasn't but the most. He's Sam Kinison. Yeah. No joke, though. I had a friend. Uh, his brother died on that same road. Yeah. Yep, it's just like in between. It's from Laughlin to Vegas. It's like a two-lane highway, and there's like a lot of those like suicide times where you can like you know pass other f- slower vehicles, but you're gonna be like in oncoming traffic for a little bit. Oh wow! And that's the moment. Like his uh, brother was passing a semi truck, and you know didn't make it over in time, and totally just totaled head slammed into another car and instantly died. And you're like, oh shit. Driving's crazy. Yeah. I, had a, I lost my uh, job at the post office because of a car accident. Really? You used to work at the post office? I had a government job. And you were actually one of the guys that went and delivered the mail. Mm-hmm. I drove that big square box with the seven mirrors on it. Yeah. Very the, difficult to with drive. With the driver's side on the other side? Yeah, that's how I – Yeah, that's, luckily the car hit me on the, the side I should have been on. But I was, luckily it was a mail truck, so I was on the other side, and I spun around like three times. It was, so it was their fault? It was definitely their fault, for sure, 100%. And then what happened after that? Uh, they canned my ass because that was what? a government vehicle. And I was on probation because I, I needed three months on the job right. before I can be, like, legally good. Be like, okay, this guy's Even trustworthy. Even though it was their fault. Yeah. Like, if I got bit by a dog, I would have gotten fired, too, because you're not supposed to have any injuries or incidents during the three month, your three months probation. Right, right, right. And I actually almost got bit by a dog. That's one of my, one of my jokes. <laughs> I didn't know that. First day, too. Fucking what? Yeah. Don't you carry, like, mace or something? No, they don't give trainees mace. Or a pork chop? Uh, well, they, they do kind of, but I kept it in my truck. They give it, you it, a they, pork chop? No, they don't give me a pork chop because I, I would literally would not have time to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I had this little, uh, I think it was a fanny pack with like mace on it and it was hanging on a hook in my truck and I just like never had it on me because it's useless. Right. Fucking yeah. useless. Mace on a dog is useless. It doesn't Mailmen stop don't em. use mace. They use <laughs> socks with quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they've been carrying them. I always thought it was for the meter. <laughs> No, it's actually the club dogs. Yeah. I actually had a cat incident, too. A cat hopped in my car, and I drove around with it. Like a like feral a, cat? Like a feral... Well, sure. I don't know. I didn't test it or anything, but it like, <laughs> hit in my back seat with my mail, and it jumped on my lap while I was driving in this neighborhood. That's awesome. It freaked... I'd never been more scared in my life. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you guys uh, hear some noise in the background, uh, Nick has some kittens running around, and yes. they're awfully adorable. <laughs> I like kittens. I like cats. Kittens are amazing. I've noticed, uh, you know, people are very team orientated when it comes to like being a cat or a dog owner. It's like always like, oh, you love dogs? Fuck off! Oh, you love cats? Oh, I love you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really on a team. I'm just into adorable right. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that can like, you know, make me go, aww. So let it be known, uh, my my ex had 19 cats. What? Yeah. And you like were in that willingly? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> you saw the 19 cats went, I could deal with that. Oh, uh, I never actually saw all of them. How is a lot that of them possible? Just, a lot like, of them would just hide underneath like the couch or something like that. Yeah. I only saw like a few of them. It was like an estimate. She was like, she I think I have house, 19. Though. She had like a two-story house like mansion. Whoa. Yeah, she, she lived in Aliso Viejo. It was a big-ass house. And how does she afford or want 19 cats? Uh, she was a, uh, what's it called? Psycho? No, yes. But, uh, <laughs> no, what's it called? A uh, vet technician. So she, she was a manager. So mm. she made some really good money. And then she like just decided, like, oh, I'm going to take these cats and maybe find a home. And when and a girl then tells eventually... you she has 19 cats, you kind of call it as a joke at first. Right. And then you actually see it. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> and did the house like smell like it had 19 no, cats? No, actually, it smelled really good. That's sweet. Or either, or I might, or I might just like catch it. Who knows? <laughs> you might actually, yeah, just be attracted to, yeah, toxoplasmosis. Right. <laughs> right. Do you think you have that? Oh God, I hope so. No. <laughs> right. What are the symptoms? Like, you act like Charlie Sheen. One can only hope. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. You're just doing a whole bunch of coke and banging hookers. Those are the symptoms. Yeah, and you're ultra aggressive. You're married to Denise Richards for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some bomb ass symptoms. Man, I wouldn't mind being married to Denise Richards. Oh, wild things. Yeah. Ooh. Is there some reason why you're here? Curiosity, I guess. About what? How to improve your breaststroke? And Starship Troopers? Oh, mm. I totally forgot Starship Troopers. Yeah. Thirty-five percent on the math final. No one can be that dumb with numbers. Well, at least you didn't lose your lunch over a bug. Uh, who cares about bugs? You can't go anywhere if you don't know math. Don't be so sure. I like you, even if you are dumb with numbers. And But I will say Wild Things, she did get naked, so... She did definitely get naked. Dinah Myers got naked in Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. not, not Denise Richards. Yeah, who was on uh, 90210. <laughs> Hell yeah. So who would be your, like, you know, actress that would be, like, oh, the exception? When I was a teenager, definitely uh, Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. I know what I heard, and I know what my gut tells me, and I'm telling you, there could be dozens of Dykens now. Dykins? Really? Is that because I love that leather? You like the <laughs> and the British accent and the British. A- I didn't even care about the accent to be honest. I just liked a, a badass woman with a gun. Ah, oh. I just I like I like the strong women. Type. What about uh, what's her face? And then, uh, uh, the and then Resident Evil chick. Lilu Dallas Multipass. You know what? Uh, she, I really got into her from Days of Confused. Fucking Mila Jovovich is awesome. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree on that. And then I always uh, liked her from Species. No, that wasn't her. What? No, that was a completely different actress. I thought it South was Park her. did an episode on that, and it oh. was a com- completely different actress. I thought it was her. Okay, I, forget her name, I could though, be but, wrong. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, the internet here. Daryl and Nick are thinking of the actress Natasha Henstridge. I don't know how they could have forgotten her name. She's damn fine if I do say so myself. One more though. Uh, she was in Fifth Element. Yes, yes. Lilu Dallas Multipass. <laughs> but she was the the badass uh, Asian chick from Sin City with the the swords and the knives and shit. Oh yeah. Devin Akoy, I think. I don't know how yes. to pronounce her last name, but yeah, she was hot as hell in that fucking movie. Yeah, she had roller skates and the blades and. She doesn't quite chop his head off. She makes a Pez dispenser out of him. <laughs> Heather Graham from Boogie Nights. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was hot. Mm. Are you going to take your skates off? I don't take my skates off. Don't fucking come in. Okay. Are you a big Mr. Skin fan? No, actually. You I was as a teenager, though, but not, not so much anymore. It does seem like you have a lot of knowledge of, like, when uh, an actress was naked in a movie. That nerd 
show me naked. Hey, my hobbies are <laughs> my business. Sir. No, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I watch a lot of movies. Like I used to work at Blockbuster Video. Nerd! So did I. Nerd! I knew there was something about you. You still remember your code number? Uh, I think so. Yes, it was like five eight five nine eight something. Goddamn nerds! I haven't been drinking. I probably because it was like yeah, like the store code plus like your two zero six five eight zero three zero. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Nerds! Yeah, and it was definitely awesome. It was a cool job, and I will remember I became assistant manager. Lucky for like two weeks before the cl- like store the, the, closed. The, the, the fucking chapter eleven. <laughs> yes. That was the best summer yes. of my life, dude. Just like long ass lines, selling mm-hmm. movies, talking trivia and shit with Just everybody. Everything for five for twenty, four for twenty. Everything must go. Can I get one that's not scratched? No, no, you can't. You can't. You literally can't. <laughs> Everyone's child has touched these movies. I'm not gonna lie. Like I probably bought like at least eighty of them. Have you seen my movie collection? They're bro? all blockbuster DVDs. Half of them are yes. <laughs> the other half is just me being terrible with money. And of course, like you know, you would get like five free rentals a week. So you were renting movies all the time and games. Oh, mm-hmm. that was like the time I was playing the most games. I never socialized in high school. <laughs> I was inside all the time. <laughs> totally. And like the only shitty parts were like the inventory times where you'd have to do like the oh, I would just bring, after midnight bullshit. I either got really stoned before. Yes. Or I would just uh, me and my buddy would sneak a flask and just like yes. have like a little bit to drink and then just be like. Broop, 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 broop. Why you? Did you miss any? Yeah, a whole bunch. I'll get them later. <laughs> and there were so many regulars. You know, there were and they were like you became the good the, regulars, good their regulars critic. bad regulars. You became like their go-to. Mm-hmm. Like they trusted your opinion. Suddenly like you give them like two or three movies that they liked and now suddenly it's like they're coming up to you every time and going, "Hey man, what's up?" What do you like? What's going on? My boss would call me after or hours just show to you questions. They just show you like some movie like, hey, is this any good? This, you like this? I don't know. I don't watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there would be those guys where you're like, I don't care. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, there were definitely yeah, those guys. Perfect, man. You should totally run it. <laughs> yeah, man. Tom Selleck's fucking great, bro. <laughs> Noah Wiley. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Anderson. Fuck yeah, bro. I heard he's coming out with a new movie soon. Really? Yeah. Is yeah. it animated? Real? No, Goldblum is in it. He was promoting it. What? Yep. I love Wes Anderson, to be honest. Of course. I think it's because he... he no, like I love Wes Anderson. He films movies like a play. You know, it's always that static, I'm not going to move the camera, I'm just going to have heard- characters enter, and you know, it's very linear, very one-dimensional almost. Mm-hmm. I heard but he had in a, a good very, way. I heard he had a very French style of filmmaking. Which one's your favorite? Uh, it's a uh, torn between probably the Life Aquatic and then of course Grand Budapest. Those are both really good. I also like uh like Rushmore and Tannenbaums. Wasn't Those a big are fan almost of like where he started. It's like yeah, he exactly. didn't find his style until maybe yeah like Sisu. Moonrise Kingdom is Moonrise amazing. Ki- also, yeah. I love that one. Just like Bill Murray, all drunk, gonna be like, I don't know how to deal with this. I'm gonna go chop down a tree. That's probably <laughs> one of my favorite moments because I'm like. Who doesn't want to chop down a tree when they're angry? Totally. <laughs> I love Steve Zizou because it's it's so like funny, but it's also just it has a lot of heart still. Yeah. And it also has like great music. And there are those moments where you're like, was that a joke? I, I love think how we that actually, was funny. 
I love how he actually says like the subtext sometimes, like in the dialogue, just like when they're about to crash the plane, he's like, "This is gonna hurt." He could have said a million other things, but he's gonna. This is gonna hurt. But right, it, it means right. like other things too. It's like I'm gonna lose my. Probably we're probably gonna die. Yes. Yeah. And he actually loses Owen Wilson. That, yeah. When I first saw that, for anyone who hasn't seen the movie Owen Wilson, alert, yeah. sorry guys, should have seen it by now. There's a jaguar oh, wow. shark too. It's pretty trippy. Um, oh wow, I died. Oh, why does my nose look like this? <laughs> why did Wes Anderson have me die? His brother's pretty good too. Yeah, Bottle Luke Rocket. Wilson. Wasn't that the first Wes Anderson? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, him and Luke. Yeah, that's right. They were brothers in that movie. Yeah. That was a cool underrated movie. You know, it just had it had some moments, but I think, you know, again, he didn't find his, you know, f full swing until movie four. <laughs> I actually watched a movie before the podcast today. Oh, yeah? I watched uh, Get Out. Jordan oh, yeah. Peele's Get Out. Did yeah. you see that yet? It's on DVD? Yeah, it just came out on DVD recently. I gotta check that out. Do it. It's it's actually really good. Very I know. Very clever. Very clever and unique. I really liked how fucking original it was. Just be like, there's no way they're going this way. Oh my god! And then just like the twist, it fucking blew my mind. I like screamed. It's funny because I haven't had people spoil it for me, thankfully. But I've had some people tell me that there is a big twist. There's definitely a... And then other people have said, oh, there's not that. Shyamalan wishes it is this good. Really? Yeah. Wow, that big. I, I really, I thought it was super creepy and awesome. Mm. I thought it, it, it was kind of a slow buildup, but then it starts like picking up speed and then it, it, it gets really good. Sweet. I liked it a lot. And the I definitely want to check it out. I find it funny. It's or, better than most horror films you like probably see. That's just like the same. Help. They're trying to kill us. I always like seeing different stuff from people that I enjoy. Like, you know, you see Key and Peele and you're like, man, these guys are so funny. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Did you see Red State? Hell yeah. Red State is probably one of my favorite movies. And it's so not Kevin Smith. Exactly. Yeah, I think he did it on a bet. Mm. Just be like, hey, man, write something about this. And no, I think that was Tusk. I'm sorry. He did this for another right. reason. But he. I remember listening to the audio commentary, and he's like, I want to do it. I want to write a movie this way. Have get continuously more fucked up the more I write. Be mm. like, which way should this go? The yeah. darkest way possible. Go further, and then keep going. And then that's exactly what the movie Red State is. It's freaking insane. You need to see Hell it. Hell yeah. I love it. It is a good movie. No, but I like that about like certain actors and certain directors where you know they don't just do the same thing over and over. You know, They try to reinvent themselves. Exactly. Not like Wes Anderson. <laughs> Should we make up a movie now? Yes, let's do it. That we've uh, talked about movies enough. Okay, so I like to bring up this segment with uh, movie buffs and people that uh, love the cinema. And uh, what we do here is uh, we try to make up a movie, but I use randomness as our guide. And I have two categories, which are the genre as well as the lead character. So we will have Nick Merritt pick those two categories at random. And then once we get those categories, we will go from there. Okay, so pick one through ten twice. Okay, one through ten twice. Yeah. Uh, seven. Seven is a gritty crime drama. Ooh, noir. And then now we are picking another new one through ten, which is the lead character. Four. Amy Schumer. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay, so we have a gritty crime drama starring Amy Schumer. Fantastic. How do we start this bitch? The gritty crime drama about her vagina. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so she's uh, a whore. 
uh, that on what the if streets. okay what if she's a girl that yeah she's pretends to be a prostitute oh you know, yes she's an undercover cop. prostitute yeah she's an undercover prostitute and that's how she makes her career yes but she keeps the money right right she okay so she like takes down like the most notorious pimps you know, exactly. she's like the number one. Who are you gonna call? Pimp Buster. Right, horror queen. Horror queen. So like, she is the one person that takes down all the pimps. I think that's her next special, horror queen. Horror queen. Uh, horror queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the uh, name of the movie is. Horror queen. I'm coming for payback. Starring Amy Schumer. Starring Amy Schumer. But that's the thing. Okay, so she is this woman that's like, yeah, really hot, fuckable, but also a cop. And then she decides, like, okay, I'm going to take down all these, like, illegal prostitution, one pimp at a time. Because my mother was killed by prostitution. Right. Yes. Her, yeah, her mom used to be a whore. Exactly. And then... Used to be. But she finds out she's still alive. Right. Oh, she was dead, but later in the third act, she shows up and mm-hmm. goes, oh, I'm not dead. And she's still whoring. Right. And is it... Who who plays that character? Like, Goldie Hawn again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. We need another... Uh, Heather hot, Graham. Heather... No, she's not old enough. Oh. She can't be her mom. She, she's the same age as Amy Schumer. <laughs> no. Oh, no, they just age her up a little bit with makeup. Okay, so she Benjamin Buttons it. Yeah, a little bit. Right, right. Or what if we do, like, something like like Diane Keaton or, like, Helen Mirren? Catherine Keener. There you go. Or Diane Lane. Ooh, Diane Lane. So, yeah, I like she's that, pretty actually. hot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> yeah. Okay, let's just have the movie about Diane Lane. <laughs> Fucking oh. Ashley Judd. Yes. Okay, so. When's the last time you've seen Ashley Judd? I know, yeah. She's just been in, I like. I think she finally got lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along came a spider and a then <laughs> uh, bit Ashley Judd, and she's never seen again. I am a nasty woman. Morgan Freeman knows what she is. <laughs> he just won't tell. The documentary's not out yet. Tell me, Morgan Freeman, bitch. All right, anyway, okay, so, so we're... <laughs> that's how he talks? <laughs> I'll find Ashley Judd for you guys. But as long as I'm being paid for it, <laughs> I haven't retired yet. I won't do that for free, shit. I'm not risking my black neck for this. <laughs> okay, so Amy Schumer, she's a, a undercover prostitute. She decides, like, okay, who's the, like, guy that she's taken down? Who's the pimp? Oh, my God. Samuel uh, L. Jackson? Christian Slater. Oh, Christian Slater, a white guy. The first white pimp. We're going against type. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. Because, oh... Here we go. She later hooks up with him. It's like turning into like, do I want to turn this guy well, no, in? Well, no, she was dating him before she found out he wasn't. Right, right. Okay, but like, she's a prostitute trying to take down this guy that she thinks is the pimp, like the head guy. Right. But then, and he keeps giving her like bad information, right? Or something like that. But then later she finds out he's the kingpin after she's fallen in love with him. I say I love you and just throw caution in the wind and let the chips fall where the main. You're lying to me, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm not lying to you. 
She's, but at first, he's played it off. You know, he's made it so, you know, they meet under non-horror circumstances. You know, they're... Under non-horror circumstances. <laughs> they're, like, you know, at, like, a laundromat or something. And she's just doing laundry. And then, like, he's doing laundry. And they just, like, kind of hit it off. So they start dating. Would a pimp do his own laundry, though? That's the thing. Like, it's something that you're like, oh, wait. Why is he here? I don't know. But the one night he is here... He meets her. He meet- <laughs> He's probably collecting money. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like he actually goes there to like, yeah, shake somebody down at the laundromat, and then he meets her. But then goes like, oh yeah, I'm just like a a, a businessman. You know, I invest in things. That's what he thinks. That's what he tells her. He's an investment. He's an inve- I invest. I, I work in products. Yeah. Little does she know. I really mean I invest in pussy. <laughs> in legal trade. <laughs> So, of course, so she finds out uh, that's the big climax. You know, she finds out he's really a pimp. Yeah, so she finds out he's really a pimp. <laughs> but then, does she turn him in? Now she's at a crossroads. You know? Does she turn the one, the man that she loves in because it's she's a cop is. and that's what she has to do because she's... She's a prostitute that takes down pimps. I think she does because she's feel because she knows what she does. She knows what he does, mm. and it's wrong. And then he goes, "I thought I knew you. I thought you loved I me. I thought we shared something together." Yeah. <laughs> In the Christian Slater way, I thought we shared. <laughs> That's not how he sounds. Yeah, can you do a Christian Slater? No, probably not. You know, I've only seen him in Interview with a Vampire, <laughs> or Very Bad Things, but I know he gets hysterical. Greetings and salutations. You know, Amy, I want you to know that I love you. He's like a more point. tame Al Pacino. Hua! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you were just a whore, but you're a, a queen whore. <laughs> or, or you're a whore queen. You're a... You're a what if it's pig whore because she's a cop? Yeah, pig whore. I like that. <laughs> Amy Schumer in pig whore. <laughs> I'm coming for payback. That could have some legs for sure. I think so. So who plays like, you know, the sassy... Uh, Partner? Uh, yeah, the partner. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> <laughs> As a transgendered woman. <laughs> As a transgendered woman. Okay. Yeah, it has to be another whore on the beat, you know? Oh, uh, uh, You know, like Wanda Sykes? One, no, not Wanda Sykes. <laughs> or, uh, Chelsea Handler. There you go. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Pandler. No, we need some ethnic. We need some diversity. So. In the police units. Maybe like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Leslie... Jones, Leslie Jones. Jones, okay. Leslie Jones. So we have Leslie Jones be the other sassy whore. I think we got that. That's definitely a winner right there. Hell yeah, you tall glass of egg whites. All we gotta do is just write that bad boy. (laughs) I can. I feel a lot of money coming our way. Amy Schumer in Queen Whore, aka Pig Whore. Pig Whore. (laughs) Co-starring Leslie Jones and Christian Slater. Sounds Oscar worthy. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot.
concerts. I actually went to a Tech Nine show and there was a mosh pit. Nice. Uh, really? Yeah, at a rap, at a rap show. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that? I love Tech Nine. Tech Nine's fucking awesome. They actually, uh, I, I was kind of hesitant. I saw them at Not Fest, which mm. is like you know a metal festival. Yes. But then Tech Nine performed and he fucking he was sick. Hell was awesome. yeah. Their drum, his drummer was like standing on his drums and drumming. I was like, yeah. I had a friend, one of the first guys I ever smoked weed with. He was like mom. really big. No. <laughs> yeah, mom. My mom, she was in a Tech Nine. <laughs> no. But it was this dude, and yeah, like, you know, I'd go over to his house, we'd smoke, and then, like, he'd put on Tech Nine and put on a lot of D12, too. <laughs> like, early Eminem, like, before it was Eminem. Yeah. And I'd just be like, wow, you're like a white guy, and you love this music. That's amazing. <laughs> I'd be that way, too, but obviously, I'd always be that more self conscious white guy that's like, oh, I can't. Like, as soon as the white guys pull up at the red light, I gotta turn down the NWA. Like, I can't bump it. Like, I gotta be like that Michael Bolton guy in the office space that's like, mm, I'm, not, I'm not mouthing along to it. I'm mouthing along to it. I tried to do a bit like that recently where I was like telling people that I would never say the N word, but I would sing it. <laughs> like, How'd that go? <laughs> not too well. Yeah. <laughs> And then I went into like this bit where I was like, you know, I really love Childish Gambino, and he has this song called Redbone, and the chorus is like. on stage and yeah as soon as like everybody was with me and still like until i said like the n-word part yeah and then they just bailed off the bit and then they were like yeah we no longer like you (laughs) did you save yourself or i tried to save myself i feel like there's a way to crack the code i just haven't cracked it on like how to be like that funny guy that's like i say it in the funny way not the i don't think there's a way to crack the code (laughs) no no i don't think so i just i just i just don't go anywhere near that (laughs) no you don't I, I know. Do not. I was talking with Jason Rodriguez just recently about um, how he has a, a really funny Beaner joke. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes like Beaner doesn't feel as like hard. Like, yeah, it's like pejorative, and it's not like you know a nice. There's word. no band called BWA. <laughs> Beaners with attitude. <laughs> I want to see that band. Movies coming out soon. <laughs> yep, starring Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I built her a cake. I built her a cake. <laughs> What's your favorite retro game? I want to say probably Contra or... Which one was that? It was the side-scrolling game that you could shoot, and it was on the original NES. Okay. And... Are you going to get the... So you're going to get the new retro game thing I want sure. to. I want to try. Nice. Oh, but I doubt I'm going to get it. Right away. They're going to sell out. Ugh. Fuckers. Nintendo, that's what they do on purpose. They try to, like, just... I don't like how everything, especially now that there's an internet, everything has a resale market. Now that once once something becomes popular. Exactly. Some asshole buys a whole bunch and then he like sells them again. The manufacturer there. just says, I'm going to produce so many. And then all these other assholes go, well, if you're only going to produce this many, I'm going to buy half of them. <laughs> and then jack up the price. <laughs> and they sell them for like $600. Yeah. It's bullshit. When, why doesn't Nintendo just flood it? And just go, who wants I know, I one? Thought, weren't they in who trouble? the fuck wants one? 
weren't they like in trouble and didn't and were like in trouble of, in like in, on the verge of going bankrupt or whatever because they were like maybe I remember reading something how they weren't doing so well. I didn't know that. Like, like I always thought that they selling. were. I mean, I knew that they probably weren't as popular as PlayStation or Xbox, yeah. but still, they were still like getting some of the market, yeah, especially the with market. certain age demos. You know, oh, I yeah, feel absolutely. like I feel like Nintendo was like, okay, we're here for just you know kids that are getting into their first gaming system, not the guys that are like thirty eight. That have been playing our that played us back in the day. Exactly. Which I'll admit, like I'm that way. I'm. I'd rather play an Xbox or PlayStation than a Wii. Not saying it's a not not cool. It's just not made for me. It's just. It's. I prefer a different kind of game. Yeah. Now, certain games I could be cool with, but it's not gonna. It's not enough to have me buy a system. Absolutely. Like Metroid and Zelda, those would be cool, but. I don't want to buy a system just for two games. Exactly. I was going to, and then I found out that, like, Mario Kart and, like, Smash weren't going to be made for, like, a while. So I was just like, oh, screw it. I'll wait. And then, yeah, the Switch. That's a cool idea. But then what's the next idea going to be? The Wii U came out a, while, a minute ago. Hmm. Well, I so, think they're going to probably try to get on the VR train again eventually. VR, virtual I mean, reality? Yeah, because PlayStation's already there. I mean, Oculus is already there on its own. Yeah. And I would assume Xbox is going to get their own VR soon. Have you ever checked it out? I haven't. I think I saw like a display at, Block, at uh, Best Buy one time. Right. How they were like wearing the thing over their eyes, and I was like, "Wow, it's finally here!" I checked out. I like, stood there in awe. I was like, "Wow, no yeah, way. I can finally get one of these things." My friend had a, a Resident Evil VR thing. Oh, that's frightening. With uh, PlayStation, and it had the haptic, you know, controller and the glove. How know, much everything. was it? That's the thing. Like. The VR system alone is like nine hundred bucks. Wow! Plus the system, which is another three or four. So like, and then like the actual like gloves and haptic things that could be even another extra two hundred. So you're probably playing like spending like fifteen, maybe two grand, especially with if you're gonna buy a couple of games. Oh yeah, right. You don't just want one game. Yeah, so you're playing. You're spending two grand. Resident Evil though would be so gnarly. But it was like it was just a demo. Like he was like, okay, so it was like two levels, but those two levels were fucking sweet. It was a very cool like, wow. I'm like in this thing. I'm like I can go wherever I want. I can look wherever I want. It's like in it. But I'm like, do I want to pay two grand for this? (laughs) No. No way. I can I can spend two grand on so many other more important things. Exactly. This This is a small automobile. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, a vehicle. Yeah, this is two months rent or whatever, you know? But once it gets down in price, I could see myself getting it for sure. When, when like, the fifth system comes out. Yeah, I'll get the first one right now. I'm always that way. I'm never the first adopter. I'm never that first guy out there that's the day of. It's never been that way for movies. It's never been... Like, I did that once for the original Wii. Me and some friends... Sat out in front of a Walmart like 18 hours before the like oh, it nice. launched, and we were the first ones in line. And yeah, I will say in that instance, it was fun. It was a fun time to just hang out. And yeah, once people started lining up, everybody was like a huge Nintendo enthusiast. So we were definitely like playing like Mario Kart with like actual like eight players, all on like DSs and stuff. And I've only done that for like concerts and um. Uh, it was super nerdy shit. Comedy shows. But it was, like, fun 
during that date. I don't know if I would do it now. Mm-hmm. But it is like maybe I was at an age where I would do that. I had a lot of time to kill. Exactly. You can hang out <laughs> with your buddies in line. Yeah. Um, especially like I remember doing the same thing when like they re-released the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we stayed out in front of the audience or the theater and to get tickets. Yeah, exactly. Or for the midnight showing too, to like, you know, get cool seats. Oh, I can't see the screen. <laughs> <laughs> what would you see like a midnight showing to now? Uh, recently, what would you wait in line for the Guardi- new star Wars guardians of the galaxy two, three, 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 definitely for sure. Guardians of the galaxy is amazing. It pro- probably, um, the most recent movie that I can remember going to the midnight showing for was uh, with a whole bunch of homies seeing the the Evil Dead remake. I remember that's like the last midnight movie I saw. I never saw that one. Was Bruce Campbell in it? Uh, no, he wasn't, but he was an executive producer, I think. Okay. And uh, Sam Raimi was too. Nice. But, uh, it had a really good cast. It was actually really good. I liked it a lot. Did they have the tree raping scene? Yes, they did. What? <laughs> when I first saw that, I was definitely like, I've never seen this shit before. <laughs> That's off my bucket list as a kid. <laughs> like, Tree rate. Never thought of that. Yeah, never. <laughs> as a director or as like a creative person, I've never thought like, you know what would be cool? If a tree raped this chick at this point. And that's how she got the zombie virus. Right, yeah. Yeah, and then multiple, if not tens of 20 of people went like, yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. Let's do this. Write that. Yes. Do you need that to, I can make that happen, man. <laughs> Oh, you need tentacles to like penetrate some chick? You got it. Perfect. You got it. How soon? <laughs> How soon? They might be in my truck and I'm just stalling with you. What's your favorite like gory horror film? Uh probably Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Yes. Were you Yes. This calls for divine intervention. Yeah! <laughs> I kick ass for the Lord. I love Dead Alive. It's so good. I so love Dead Alive. I so love that it was made by Peter Jackson. Oh, the accent? It's so good. It's Yes, the accent, the, the doctor, or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> oh, my God, right. I just love the just the practical effects and how like yes. none of it was like computer and how like incredibly low budget it was. And it's just brilliant and just horrible and fantastic all at the same time. I love that age in, in cinema, too, like where... We were at a stage. Oh no, cat! You're cat! Right. Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. The cat attacked the podcast. <laughs> He's getting adventurous. No, but like, it was at that stage where practical effects were still king. You know, we weren't in that CGI phase. Or if it was CG, it was like, okay, we're gonna make this background look better. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna just like take out this uh, building or you know make this. Uh, and this area look more colorful or whatever. Instead of one person in the audience, let's have a thousand. Exactly. So you're like, okay, that's cool. I like that CGI. But it wasn't like, oh, we're going to make like this CG, uh, you know, monster or whatever. No, it was like, no, the monster's still going to be I'm practical. Put the cat in the bathroom. I love movies like Freaks and like... Oh, my, Todd Browning's Freaks? Yeah. I love that movie. Where it's like all practical it, and like, you know, little monsters and, and I still don't like know that. how they did that, that the thing at the end with like her head on the, mm. the thing's body. Ruining, ruining movies, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Merritt. <laughs> but yeah, her like head on like the bird's body. Oh my God. That was like so gruesome. I loved it for like 1931 or whenever that came out. That must Hell have yeah. been like so disturbing to people. Oh, right, right. No, I, 
Was that Nick Browning's? Todd Browning. Todd Browning. Okay. And that was in the 30s? I think it was like early 30s. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of Alex Winner's Freaks. Elijah C. Studs, Freak Show Tycoon, an amateur bioengineer. I can look at a guy like Kevin Costner and see a giant peach grub. When fate brought them together, Mr. Spugs took an average Hollywood slime ball and made something out of them. from Bill and Ted's. Yeah, Alex Wintner. Yeah, and he, and also Keanu Reeves is in it, and fucking... Um, wow, these guys are homies. Yeah, and it's a movie about, like, this circus freaks, and, like, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait plays a sock puppet. This sounds made up. No, it's real. It's real. And, um, and Randy Quaid plays the... This sounds made <laughs> up. <laughs> no, and, look it up. Look George it up. George Clooney. <laughs> An early George Clooney's in it as well. No, but really, uh Alex Winters plays this uh like crazy freak like hunchback guy and then like uh Keanu Reeves plays a wolfman. <laughs> and uh Randy Quaid is like the the line, the ring leader. Like he's the one that like runs the the circus. He would. Yeah. And then um uh there's like a a body that has a human head, like a sock puppet for a head. Oh, wow. And the the voice of the sock puppet is Bobcat Goldthwait. Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. This does sound like a made-up, like, I thought some it was, guy's I thought coke we fever about dream. Clive Barker's Nightbreed or something like that. Yeah. I thought it sounded familiar. What do you want to uh, plug before we shove on out of here? I have a really awesome show coming to the OC Steelhouse Sunday, July 16th at 7 p.m. Yes. It's $10 at the door. Yes. We have April Lotshaw, Daryl Williams, Evan Cassidy, Ryan Demarest, Tony Alfano, Robert Zorf, and myself hosting. And we have a Misfits cover band after the comedy. It's going to be sweet, guys. It's going to be amazing and so much fun. Comedy and music all in one night. Yeah. And definitely check out Nick Merritt wherever you uh, find social media. 
Uh, I don't know where, but you Nick can... Merritt comedian, you should find me. One of my posters is my profile picture. Yeah, and if you want to see him in person too, you can definitely go to Boss Cat Kitchen and Libations. Yeah, that place is definitely a good time if you like whiskey. Mm-hmm. And also, guys, if you want to check out me, it's always at Life uh, This Comics Life. Or you can go to the D Stories on Twitter or write me an email at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com or wherever. Just Google it. And also rate and review if you found this show mildly amusing. On a scale of one to ten. Yeah, just maybe at least a two. That deserves a review, right? That would make us feel real good. Yeah. And also just just check out me every uh, week. Uh, I'm going to be posting uh, new episodes, posting some uh, shows, who knows where, but definitely check me out, of course, on July 16th. Woo! Yeah! OC Steelhouse, July 16th, 7 p.m. Do it, guys. All right, guys. And also, I'm always going to say at the end, peace out. And you've been listening to... (laughs) 